0: Welcome to the Newson Health Menopause Podcast. I'm Dr Louise Newson, a GP and menopause specialist, and I run the Newson Health Menopause and Wellbeing Centre here in Stratford-upon-Avon. Hello, today I've got Lucy Holton with me, who's a yoga teacher who I've met fairly recently, we've been um, doing yoga together here at the clinic and also she's been teaching some of my staff and some of the other people so today I really wanted to explore a bit about yoga, what it is, what it can do for us, why it's become so popular and almost trendy in some places. So, hi, Lucy. Hello, Louise. Thank you for agreeing to come here. We've just done a really great class with James Pitchley who's going to come and do a, a session with us in the podcast soon. So, just tell me a bit about your background, Lucy. I started yoga, I taught myself, when I was about 15. Okay, yeah, so, yeah,
1: yeah. I was quite young. My mum had this um, quite grievy 1970s Vogue book that right. she kept. And in there, um, I just saw images of women doing all these different shapes and I thought oh that looks quite fun so I came from that really from a physical aspect just yeah. copying yeah you wanted copying to shapes. Shapes. people yeah well I just okay. thought the shapes look quite fun mm. and I've always been quite playful and physical Yeah. and my background um was in theatre as well I used to work as a performer oh, okay. and as a physical theatre performer right. so it kind of stemmed really I think from that play yeah. just on my own at home yeah <laughs> and then um as time went on, I didn't actually go to my first class until I was 19. Oh, so you had four years so and Four years teaching, of just teaching yeah. myself, and by then I think there was a couple of magazines that sometimes mm. used to do a bit of yoga, and I'd even taught a class in my PE class. We had to teach oh, a okay. class of anything, and I taught a yoga class randomly. Um, oh, right. So yeah, that was a bit down, I guess, mm. with the time. But my first class, I was 19, um, and it was in a school hall. Um, I found out from a friend I was at university at the time and I always remember the lady that taught she must have been in her mid-60s and she just glowed and she was quite amazing and Yeah, and I just started going to classes from then and trying all sorts of yoga, really. And so then, what sort of yoga was that initially? Then Um, initially, it was just it was it was half a yoga. Mm. Um, It was um, stepping from one static pose to the next. There wasn't any flow in Mm. this practice. And then we used to she used to do like a a meditation practice of candle gazing, which was really. I mean, at the time that felt for me really far. I'd never known anyone or anything like this in my life, you know um no one in my family ever did yoga so it wasn't so it's all quite you know, weird, all quite or weird or and she, yeah. wonderful yeah um so that it kind of yeah it, it was it popular there. then
0: were there many people in the first?
1: There, so there were a few i'd say there's probably about 10 to 12 oh. people i went with a friend um and uh she had done yoga before she used to live in london and done a bit more than me she was a bit older than me um so yeah there must have been about 10 to 12 people i remember we went for quite a long time like a good couple of years so. yeah
0: Interesting Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so then that was probably quite A few years ago was it? How long ago was that? When I went <laughs> yeah. to That, weekend, that was, uh, was about 22 21, 22 yeah. years ago Because then Yoga wasn't quite as spoken about Was it? No as it now No so, I'm sure if I'm sure most universities now have yoga is quite standard. It's yeah. quite Popular, but then yeah, it wasn't. We're well, was not all. at all, of these step aerobics and sort of yeah. high energy fitness. And, definitely. Um, um, and any sort of aerobics was really in, wasn't it? Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. So, it, and it's quite. It is quite different, isn't it? I know when I went, I started in yoga about 16 years ago i just had my first daughter and i just yeah. wanted to get fit and yeah. i it was the only class that would fit in my schedule was this evening class and it was a shtanga yoga and i mm. knew nothing about any different types of yoga or anything so it's quite the deep end so yes yeah, so <laughs> and i went and this the instructor said you do realize this is the most physical most strength Hardest form of yoga, and I looked at my friend, and we just went, No, we didn't realize that to do a lot. So he said, Well, carry on. Yeah. And I was in this lesson, and I was looking at all these people doing positions that clearly I do now, including headstands, and just thinking, Wow, how on the hell? Yeah. And I came home to my husband and just said, This is amazing, but I'd never be able to do this. This mm. is awful. Mm. I, but it, they all looked like they really enjoyed it, and yeah. it? it was something very beautiful about watching people do yoga, like you say, yeah. with the positions yeah. and everything else. So. I have chipped away in my own little way <laughs> over yeah, these years, yeah. um, and uh, and I, it's really good for so many reasons. So, take us back because you know more about yoga than me. But talk about what is yoga because for some women listening, they it's a word, isn't it? But yeah,
1: what, what does it mean? Well, I mean, it's quite the word. Yoga
0: means to unite. Yes. Um,
1: so, um, and yoga essentially, you're combining your body with mm. your breath. Yes, And when you connect, you'll know yourself from doing, when you do your Ashtanga yoga or any other types of yoga, when you combine your body with your breath your mind will start to settle mm. and focus yes. on exactly what you're doing and it brings you into the present, mm. which actually, most of us, as we know, yeah. we wake up in the morning, our inner monologue starts, yes. right till the second we go to bed. Absolutely. And sometimes if there's lots going on, or if we've got things going on in our life that are particularly stressful, yeah. that can feel quite overwhelming. Completely. Really? So a yoga yeah. practice, um, it, it's a practice, so it doesn't happen like that yes. straight away, but it starts to help you to really settle mm. all that, um, head stuff
0: yes.
1: by bringing the body and the breath yes. together with movement and yeah. often obviously our body's doing one thing our head's doing something mm. else we're breathing quite shallow yes. we're not yeah and yeah. then we get more exhausted so the actual yoga itself unites your body with your breath and your mind mm. and it brings you into a present moment so essentially yes. that's what you're aiming for yes. in a practice so yeah. the interesting thing is what you just said about you when you go to like a class like Ashtanga yes. and you know, you see all these amazing shapes. You yeah. see all these people do things. Oh, how do they do that? Yeah. And eventually, you find yourself on this nice journey mm. to get there. But there's no... What I think is amazing about yoga and what I love about it is that there's there's no pressure. No. There's no, no rush. rush. There's Absolutely. no competition. Yes. It's you, yourself, on a mat, yes, doing what you can and yeah. actually what feels good.
0: Yes, yeah, so it's totally right because I... Um, I'm very busy, and the thought of going to a gym to a class, I just couldn't do. My, yeah. my schedule's too crazy. But I've got my travel mat. So if I'm away, I can yeah. take that. Yeah. Just had something about being in on your mat, and it's just you. Yeah. And even though obviously we do a class together, yeah. you're you're focusing on the here and now, yeah. and it's time for you. And once I start thinking about all the things I need to do, my balance goes. Yeah. exactly. So you have to draw yourself in. Yeah. and Like you say, concentrate on your bandas and your breath. Yeah. And it's, it's a very spiritual practice, really, isn't it? Is, it is, yeah. A very different. If I, I like road cycling, but you have to cycle quite a few hours to get the same energy or the same type of exercise that you do doing an hour's yoga, almost. Mm. You have to do a lot. And that's good for headspace, but yeah. it's not the same. It's not that spiritual feeling which yeah. you get. It's quite hard to describe if you haven't done it, isn't it? It is. And yeah. actually,
1: the, the whole... Sp- the spiritual side of the practice, what I love about it is that it's very personal mm, to yourself. Totally. And, um, and even as a teacher, it's something that I don't, I don't teach anything like spiritual no, practice, yes. but I will guide people into it and give, make them feel supported mm. in their time on their own mm. to use it how they want to. And, yes. and, and, and that's how I've been taught, which is why I really honour that. Yes. So I've been really lucky. I've had great teachers. But, yeah, I think in th- that spiritual side, it allows you to access it yourself, yes. within you. It's not something you take from outside no. or listen to what other people are doing. Mm. It becomes your own. So yes. it's a real, yeah. I mean, and it's it can really change, can't it? You yeah. can do the
0: same physical practice three, four times a week. Yeah. But actually mentally it can feel quite different. Can't
1: Absolutely. It? And mm-hmm. it really depends on where you are that day. It's very, yes. I think it's a very honest practice. Mm. You Whatever you give to your practice, yes. your yoga practice,
0: you get out. You can't cheat when well, you no, do it. Yes.
1: You, <laughs> no. you can't.
0: Yeah, no. you can't cheat at, at all. body always yeah. tells you how you're feeling. I know yeah. just before we opened this uh, menopause clinic, James kept saying to me, Louise, you're so tense. I can feel every muscle, you know. Wow. And, the, and my practice was just very... Rigid, it didn't flow very well. Right. And then when something good happens, they have a good week. It's just the dynamics so of it, for the openness, it's funny, isn't it? It is.
1: Yeah. I think, and especially for for women, I think yes. we notice it in um you know in our cycle and where mm-hmm. we are. It's Absolutely. really significant. Yes. It really changes yeah. with that. So there's all the external factors. Yes. And then there's our internal, not just mental factors, but our physical physical things that as happen as well. to us. So, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. So so, that's, so with yoga. um there are different types. We've talked about Ashtanga. Yeah. Explain just briefly the main types or even what Ashtanga is or what it. So, does. I mean,
1: Ashtanga, the Ashtanga physical practice, I believe there's five actually mm. um, series.
0: Yeah. I have <laughs> <No. laughs>
1: <No. laughs> been so, doing uh, it 20 uh, years and I'm only just touching the second series. <laughs> yeah. but yeah but a lot of the um postures from the other from the second series you might do in a separate Hatha yoga class yeah. so they are mixed no yes it's not. Yeah. but the um for ashtanga yoga we primarily focus on the primary series mm. from a beginner and onwards yes. um and you the it's a sequence of postures as you know that are re- repeated and it's pretty much a 90 minute practice yes. where you can do from start to finish yeah. and you'll do your series of standing postures mm. which I used with them um, the five breath count. Yes. with Uji breath. Yeah. I don't know if it was talking about yes, Uji no, breath. Yes, go on. talk, talk about, about breath. So it I'll important. come up to, yeah, yeah. So the breathing part um, is always the most important. I think for any yoga teacher would say as well, you know, come out of the posture if you're not breathing, mm. get your breath moving yes. first, get the body moving with it yes. to connect. So the Ujjayi breath, um, I always teach it and say it sounds like a little bit of a either a gentle Darth Vader, yeah. <laughs> or on a more romantic level, it can sound a little bit like someone fast asleep next to you before they start snoring. Yes, and I so think that's a really quite good a, description, actually. Yeah, it's yeah. quite honest, isn't it? Yeah. So it's it's like a throaty breath, and there's some really good reasons to do this mm. breathing technique. It's known to soothe the nervous system. Yeah, it's very soothing. Um, for your body, your yes. mind and your body, it always tricks it into a state of relaxation, yes. actually, so yeah. you can start to move the body freely. Mm. The actual sound of the breath, because it's audible, mm. for yourself it can often help drown out, I think, the, the chatter in the it's head. Silly. yes. And I think when you're in a class, what's really beautiful is when you hear someone well, next lovely. to you breathing, yeah. there's just like an unspoken connection. Yes. And I think that is that's what I love about yoga classes, mm. where you're... Whatever practising together yes. it, that's where it really kind of unites everybody
0: I think mm. and it's unspoken because it's so. weird the first time I heard it I was thinking what's going on and I thought, <laughs> like well, I can't
1: make that noise that's yeah. really uncomfortable exactly.
0: and then actually sometimes I just breathe if I maybe do a presentation where I'm a bit nervous yeah. and I, I try and do yoga in the morning but even just before I will just focus on my breath, breath. and do it and it, yeah. it just Holds you in and focuses yeah. you, doesn't it? I it actually is. used yeah. uji
1: breath with my second childbirth.
0: Did you? I had, yeah. Yes. yeah <laughs> so I can and see. It is. And for smear tests, going to have your teeth done. <laughs> it's like a proper settling. Is it really seems. Um, I mean, we can talk about meditation a bit, but a yeah. lot of people find it very uncomfortable doing meditation or they don't know how to or yeah. having that time. But actually, it is a sort of pre-meditative state. Yeah, isn't it, really? absolutely. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, definitely.
0: And it works really well with... Um, so
1: once you get that, um, once you get the breath and get it working, especially for like an ujjayi breath, yes. this throaty sound, again, it helps bring that attention into the present moment. Yes. And, um, uh, and also in, in Ashtanga yoga, we use the bandhas, which you mentioned before. Yeah. So, so explain what they are. So bandhas, um, in English, it means locks. Right. Um, so we talk about the mula bandha being a root lock yeah um which um for men and women is in different places yes yeah, so. so um for men it's their perineum and yeah. for women you draw your vaginal walls together and up towards the cervix mm. and that's like your root lock so that's yes. your bander but it's not that you hold and squeeze with tension yeah. it's just an awareness that you're gathering yeah. that area in
0: which is really good especially for menopausal yeah. or perimenopausal women that so that pelvic floor isn't yeah, it definitely. yeah definitely and i think awesome. even you know like You said when after you've had a baby,
1: it helps you just gather. It's working Mm. like a muscle, like Mm. any other muscle. Mm. It's a huge muscle, Really important (laughs) muscle
0: (laughs) that we don't realise. A lot of women don't realise they have it until it works. Yeah, they're leaking when they cough, sneeze, or whatever. So to work on it when you're young is fantastic. Important, yeah. You don't obviously people need to work on it when they've got problems, but you want to try and prevent problems. So that's great. So that's and great. That's the,
1: yeah, that's absolutely. the one. And then there's you have the Udiana Banda, mm-hmm. which is in the um, abdominal area, which helps you tone the belly. But I think what happens when you start drawing that area in with the Muller Banda, it gives that lower body and all around the, I guess, yeah, the lower body from waist below, like a real feeling of strength, actually, yes. working on those, well, locks, banders, yeah. It just holds that when we're working through our physical practice, mm. If You think of like the lower body being nice and strong, like earth, it really helps you root that, yes. Um, with the bandhas, and then sometimes I don't know if we've done a little bit with James where you tuck the chin in so you have a lock in the throat, which oh, is Jalaranda okay. Banda, right. it's used quite a lot in the pranayama and the breathing practices. Right. Okay. So, we sometimes, yes. you'll sometimes be doing that, um, throughout some of the uh, postures. So that the, there's lots more bandas. I'm mm, sure. Yeah. But they're the three main ones mm, that we lots, would yeah. sort of mm. regard or talk about in, in Ashtanga Yoga. And when I was originally taught, originally actually by one of James's students, he used to say you engage the Mula Bandha and the Udayana Bandha and you breathe the Ujjayi breath. Mm. And you, when you imagine those bandas being like locks, yes. they're holding energy in mm. so that you, with the breath, you get more energy to power through a practice so yeah. it helps you not feel asleep yes. tired worn out yeah. and at the same time it creates more heat in the body so yeah. the detoxifying process getting yeah. with other toxins in the body works more effectively It's is wonderful isn't it so
0: it's i mean it's quite yeah. amazing it really. is amazing i mean i i um, was on holiday recently and uh, one of the guys we met was just talking to my husband and me and he was saying oh so did you do any exercise and pull my eyes and said oh yeah Louise does yoga and he went oh it's a bit heavy breathing then and I nearly hit him and other people said to me well, you, what your, your pulse goes up you're actually sweaty." yeah and it, it, they have no concept or we've got as you know we've got a shower here in the centre yeah. and I often do yoga and then nip and have a quick shower and she yeah. said well why do you need a shower it's only yoga <laughs> And if, i know you can you do if you do it properly you do yeah. get cardiovascular work yeah absolutely
1: and right. with ashtanga yoga you do mm, totally. yes i so mean, we talk about the other, other type i was yes. going to say the other i mean there's loads of other types that you do and don't get sweaty you can have your um you know your hatha yoga where there's where there's no flow um yes. all physical yoga all asana comes under the umbrella mm. of hatha yoga but um whether well, there isn't a flow but you can move through the static postures yes. which is which is fantastic actually mm-hmm. um and that's, but I think flows become a lot more common. So people yeah. talk a lot about the vinyasa um, flow practices mm-hmm. where your move is quite dance-like and you use the yeah. breath to continually move from one posture to the next. Then you have Iyengar yoga, which our teacher James is also trained yes, in, which yes. is brilliant. Um, and they use more of the props, and sometimes um, it can be quite uh, a com- more accommodating with Iyengar yoga when you use yes. the props because you can settle into a posture and stay there for a lot longer. Which yes. for some people could be quite frustrating. Yeah, so so some people are going to it. it. Don't they? So yes. again, it's taste. Yes. Um, I mean, gosh, I could go on about mm-hmm. there's the Bikram yoga, which is the very where you get very hot, very sweaty. Yeah, so hot right yoga has really
0: come about, hasn't it? it's yeah. been around for a while, but it's it's obviously now you read so much more it's about hot yoga. it. Trendy. It's quite trendy, quite trendy. Mixed um, reports, though. I've heard mixed reports. Yeah. yeah. What, what's
1: your take on it? So, I tried Bikram yoga um, probably about 15 years ago. Mm. I lived in London and I got a pass to go regularly, and I didn't personally. Mm get so much from it to me it yeah. felt more like an aerobic workout yes. where you're trying to achieve something yes. and you're trying to get there and you're trying to get through the class and, you, and to me that's not for what me what I want for a yoga practice yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to get through it I actually just want to feel pleasure yes through the whole time that I'm yes. devoting to it yes. so um it, that wasn't for no. me um I, I also it was very hot and very sweaty which is fine and got into really further into positions which mm-hmm. was fine and but it just didn't, I didn't feel that quality that I get from yeah. the other practices yeah. that I've done, the um, other Hatha yogas, the Ashtanga yoga, the Yang, it was
0: just, yeah, so, so different. different. It was, but I think it's all also about choices. And think it? like it's, it's some people want, Some people say to me they do hot yoga and they get into all these amazing positions. Yeah. They wouldn't be able to otherwise, and they feel yeah, fantastic. exactly, yeah. Um, and I know my first instructor was very much about pushing you into positions, you must do this, you know. Yeah. And I, did, and I came away, and I just felt really uncomfortable. Yeah. Whereas when I first met James Critchlow, he would say, Louise, take it, no, you're going fast, too fast, your yeah. breathing's too fast. And I, as you know, sometimes I am still a bit fast. But he's it's really... It. It's great when you catch up with him. <laughs> <laughs> but he's really taken me back, and yeah. it's not about oh gosh, feeling inadequate because Lucy's doing one pose and I can't quite get yeah. into it. It's like you say, it's about you it's and, yeah. and, and that works for me and actually my, my pace of life, especially at the moment, is so fast yoga pulls me back, Yeah. whereas if I went to a hot yoga, it would probably make me go even faster, which yeah. I think, I can't imagine no. my brain would explode, so, but it, some people like that, so... And I think it'd be great for some people that no. don't have that, um, so much get up and go,
1: yes. and on, and, but need that, then yes. I think that's then probably, be, it could yes. be really good for someone, yeah. so I think it, and it depends what you, you know, what you're looking yeah. for, because the other side, the... Um, Like the wild woman yoga that I teach. So talk a bit about that. So this is completely different. Mm. I mean, it is a yoga that you do and you probably wouldn't sweat from uh, or need a shower after. Um, It's very, very focused on um, bringing you into the present moment and actually getting you coming out of a a thinking space Mm. completely into a feeling space. And the practices um, that I teach for this... um, I mean, it's just really interesting how it came about, if I can just yeah, go back. Do. so yes. I, I So, um, my personal practice has been Ashtanga yoga mm. pretty much for 20 years, and I've gone in and out of Ashtanga yoga depending on what's happened in my life. Okay. So, when I've had injuries, I've yes. practiced more um, relaxation techniques. Um, when I had uh, babies, before and after, I practiced prenatal and yes. then postnatal. Yeah. And um, so, it's all about finding, like we said, a yoga that suits mm. you. And... Um, when I started teaching, a lady asked me to start teaching at her house, and I teach a group of women who are fantastic, um, and I still teach them on a Monday morning. And uh, but one of the ladies, my friend Jane, she started getting symptoms of perimenopause. Oh, okay. But it became really noticeable in the in the classes, and all the things that she could normally do, she just said, "I just, I'm so tired," mm. and she was struggling. My so joints stiff or it aching just or every, or yeah, and mm-hmm. everything just she was just exhausted yes, yeah. and just didn't feel herself. Yeah and um and you know and I thought God, there's got to be something around this yeah. to still be able to come into a group environment and practice mm-hmm. but and I was thinking we can do gentler practices but it just felt like there was something, something more else, yes and then I discovered um uh uh they called it well woman yoga therapy teacher training course right. okay. that I went on with um a woman called Mortuli mm-hmm. and I trained with her for pregnancy yoga so I went and did this training with her and a lot of the practices would be stuff well, you know, this these practices are brilliant for women that are perimenopausal, menopausal and postmenopausal. So great. So it was really inspiring. Mm. So I kind of gathered up the practices that I thought, well these ones are the good yeah. ones, good stuff. And I took them back and shared them with And the how group. did they go down? They loved them. There's some hilarious ones. Yeah. <laughs> I had lots of hoops and giggles. But that's good. Which was fantastic yeah. because yeah. again it's making a yoga class a place where you're uniting people together yes. and making it joyful mm. and at the same Rich. time getting benefits from a physical practice so they're very um it's quite difficult to explain there's a lot of different breathing techniques that i um have learned and that i share mm. that can be used like we talked about UGI breath but there's an, there's other breathing practices that can be used for sort of quite when you feel quite volatile emotionally yes. so yes. there's yeah. practices um using the breath Right. that I teach for, th- for symptoms such as that yeah. one's for severe anxiety mm-hmm. there's other breathing practices that I teach for that so depending on what people tell me how to symptoms yeah. I'll sort of
0: think well okay this breathing practice it might it might not yeah. but it might work for but you this worth, is worth trying um, yeah certainly, like you know um with perimenopause and menopause symptoms really vary and they change yeah. especially when women are perimenopausal, so that's the time when periods are changing in nature yeah. or frequency and women start to experience menopausal symptoms and some women are fine for months and then they can have symptoms and yeah. um, they can be physical symptoms or emotional symptoms mm. such as you know, an- anxiety or no yeah. and, and I know when I had some perimenopausal symptoms as some of you might know it took me months to realise they <laughs> were related to my hormones but my yoga practice was horrid it, my joints were sore my muscles were stiff yeah. I couldn't get into the same postures and I had no motivation either so yeah. I really try and practice um, the primary series at least twice a week and I just used to think I can't be bothered mm. and I, climb out, I think, I'm really can't be bothered and yeah. I feel really Ugh. And, and then when I did my practice was horrid and it, it, you know estrogen's really important in our hormone you know for, as a really important hormone in our bodies yeah. and I hadn't realised that my levels were changing wow. um, and as you, I'm sure you know, before the periods, um, w- women often have PMS, can have a drop in their estrogen yes. levels. So I don't know if you've ever experienced. Yeah. That. So what
1: I what I tend yeah. to do in mean, my practice is that ashtanga, yeah. but um, definitely um, sometimes I can feel quite energized premenstrually, yes. actually. So right. I, my practice, I can kind of quite go for it. Yeah. <laughs> but as soon as I get my period, the last thing I want to do is an ashtanga yoga yes. practice. So the well woman practice. I've adapted that and it's made me feel like you said the the last thing you want to do is a yoga practice as such but actually one of the best things that you can do is carve out time to give yourself Mm. an element of a practice and that's where the well woman practices for me that I've had started to practice at home which are very gentle um, they're still very focused mm. there's still quite a nice flow and movement but everything is a lot more sensual yes. so it's a lot more rhythmical um, which is quite interesting when you have your period and you start to feel yeah.
0: yes. and it's
1: really interesting yeah. you connect with yourself it, it's very feminine mm. um there's nothing you don't hold anything strong you don't so strive, yeah way. you don't strive yeah. to get onto uh, into a posture. It's very much about bringing your awareness completely into yourself. And you kind of think, and a lady I taught the other day just said afterwards, I don't actually need to do anything that I don't want to do right now after this practice. (laughs) And she just said, it's very nourishing. You just, and you just, it just settles you. And it's quite, yeah. It's very different. So it's really hard to explain. Really good, but you get really good feedback. You get lovely yeah. feedback. Um, I do sort of extended events as well, um, yeah. where I combine um, quite long practice. Like yeah. you talked about the joint problems that you yeah. have with um, with perimenopause. So in the well woman yoga that I teach, we do a lot of joint release practices, oh, great. which are quite repetitive rotations in wrists, mm-hmm. in elbows, and shoulders, and hips, knees everything you can do like a whole 90 minute practice wow. of this joint yeah. release work but it just somebody said to me that I'd come to an event that I did we did all the joint release we did some flow we did lots of breath work we did full relaxation and she just said I just feel like I've been unraveled yeah, that's lovely isn't it it's oh, yeah. the best feeling yeah. that you want to feel so so, yeah, I kind of, although I'm very much a loving, striving ashtanga, this other side to a practice is just it's completely really open. It's,
0: yeah, It's, it's interesting because, as you know, we've got this yoga studio here, which we're very fortunate, and when I... Was um, setting up the clinic, all the other doctors and people I speak to say, Why on earth are you going sure. do yoga? That's crazy. Mm. Why can't you use it for something else? Or why don't you do Pilates or something else? You yeah. know, yoga is really important for me. And yeah. I want other people to experience it. And mm. as you know, we offer it to our staff. And again, they mm. were saying, oh, I'm not sure. I'm a bit embarrassed. <laughs> what do I wear? What do yeah, I do? Yeah. And um, one by one, they're always sort of chipping away at them, which is great. Yeah. But I think. Certainly for a lot of women, and I know how I felt when I went to my first class, it's quite scary, isn't it, yeah. you you your you, you like lycra and go yeah. to a class full of women who might be 20 years younger than you, yeah. and you're, if you're perimenopausal, feeling a bit vulnerable. So, Yeah,
1: you're you might feel a bit intimidated yeah. by that, which is, I mean, yeah, completely, it's interesting you say though. I think most of my clients at all my classes are, are pretty much sort of between 30 and 70, <laughs> if I'm honest. I get yeah. the odd 18-year-old that comes to my well-woman, yeah. which is really nice she comes with her mum and but
0: that's that amazing them, doing something <gasps> together it's amazing your... yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: um and but and she comes for different sort of reasons obviously but it can serve she can take that really nice nourishment from her from yeah. Her yeah. deep gentle practice she's brilliant i think amazing, it's so yeah. good and
0: there's no age limit is there absolutely, absolutely not. not. no so no you notice, like, little kids doing it straight yeah. away. <laughs> yeah. Well... Yeah. I look at my children and I think, gosh, I wish I wish <laughs> I had started doing yoga when I was a yeah. lot younger. Because yeah. there are some postures I'll never do, or will never get into because my, my hips are too stiff, my shoulders, and I like, tip away, but it's hard. So if I'd started when I was a teenager... Well, I
1: don't know, you right? know, because... Um, I might have to disagree with you that <laughs> way. <Well, is laughs> like, okay? my practice now is far better than it was 25 years to. ago. Yeah. I mean, I think when you... With your practice you get such a greater awareness. And although there might be a posture, you think, oh, I could never do that, mm. you, thought, you thought the same of that 15 years ago. Yes. And you're doing stuff yeah, now. that's interesting. So, so, he did, so like you James never know. You? He's yes. in his 60s, he will not me own. And yeah. he says he his practice is better now yes. than it ever was before. Yeah. So it's really it's really different yeah. it is and
0: I think well and I know what you're saying because your practice change oh my practice certainly yeah. changes yeah. It yeah it's not all about which we've already said getting into a posture no. yeah the way I get into it's different or the way I feel yeah about the posture is different yeah. as yeah well,
1: so and I think that's what's really nice about the practice it really brings you into how you feel we get to you know switch off the head mm. and go actually this feels really yes. good or this feels like I could do this instead and we're not, yeah, yeah.
0: So it's thinking. good. So and yeah. then finally at the end we do a sort of relaxation, don't yes. we? Which James always says is probably the most important part of the practice. Yes. And, <laughs> and yeah. although we joke and we're looking forward to the relaxation at the end, it is important, isn't it? It is has that time very. and space yeah. just for ourselves. And yeah, it is almost a bit like a meditative process, isn't it? Yeah,
1: it is, and it's. You know, you kind of get told that that's when actually your practice really starts to assimilate. Yes. Because it's when you rest that everything starts to digest and be absorbed. And it's not always honoured enough, I don't think. And actually, I mean, Shavasana is really difficult whether you're guided in the relaxation Mm. or not. Because quite often we lie down and we go, oh, that feels great. And then our shopping list and our to-do list are in. So it's a very difficult posture because actually Mm. you're trying to still maintain the same practice Mm. in your mind as what you had when you were moving yes but you've got
0: nothing to distract you you've got nothing to distract you so it's harder but then you get more benefit i'm constantly pushing thoughts away i'm visualizing those thoughts (laughs) going out of my brain (laughs) yeah yeah and thinking i'll come in in 20 minutes time at the moment i'm gonna have an empty brain yeah i have to visualize an empty brain to make it empty yeah that's
1: quite interesting because
0: people have different methods i mean i always try and just really feel into
1: my body Mm. to see how it feels and keep into that. Because I know as soon as
0: I start yes, thinking on the same, time. it's like yeah. boom, it. Yeah, So brilliant. And well, I think we've covered quite a lot quite for well. <laughs> a short period of time. <laughs> so just uh, before we finish, could you give me three sort of take home tips? Maybe for people who are a bit nervous and not sure about yoga, okay. what, they could, what they could think. Okay, about. so I would say um, if,
1: you're, if you want to try a uh-huh. class... Um, It's quite good to get a little bit of recommendation or word of mouth from somebody Mm -hmm. um, to find out what sort of style of yoga, look it up um, to see what style of yoga is and in all honesty if you contact a yoga teacher they'll be more than willing to tell you about what they teach and if their practices are appropriate for you and will serve you. Mm. That's probably the main thing. The yeah. other thing is just wear comfortable clothing. Yes. I mean, people don't have, like, have to be. No, no, it's no. just what you feel comfortable in definitely. and can move freely in. Yeah. And uh, the final thing is, I just think you know, it's like trying anything. Just yeah. go and go with an open, definitely go with open an open mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that would be yeah.
0: Enjoy, just enjoy it, yeah. yeah. Brilliant! Thank you ever so much. That's oh, great. Thanks, thanks Lucy. <laughs> For more information about the menopause please visit our website www.menopausedoctor.co.uk